All right. Welcome back to Life Works with Coach Mel. We're having a great time with this series on Life Works Better with Scripture. Hey, we're about to dive into episode number four. So we certainly hope that you have been following the episodes and really thoroughly enjoying everything that Coach Mel has to offer for us. I'm telling you. Life has been changing for me, and I thoroughly had a great time on last week. So great, great day to you, Coach Mel. Thank you very much. It's good to be here again. And we're here instead of uh, hump day now, Wednesday is hope day, right? Hope day all day. Yes. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, we've been having a great time in the studio even before uh, we jumped on the podcast here today. I mean, I always have great times and great conversations with Coach Mel uh, as we're prepping for you guys. And and, uh, he's just always a ray of hope. And so that's why we're here with this Life Works with Coach Mel. It's just truly not just a cliche, but it's, it's a truth. It yes. is a truth. So it's just an honor to do this with you every week. Yes, same here. And uh, if I could just uh, maybe take a, a, a minute or two here just to talk about a, the, a practical application of the HOPE process. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a guy that, uh, that I started coaching about six months ago that uh, because of COVID and because of a stroke and because of a bankruptcy and all sort of things, he, he lost his business. And he was, uh, he was really... Uh, in a bad bad shape physically, financially, mentally. And so we just started visiting. I started listening to him, started asking him questions. And again, coaching is all about awareness, raising levels of awareness. So just in asking questions and realizing that he, that he needed hope. And so first he must get some help. And so just finding out how uh, I could help him and what resources he still had available, which he had a lot of resources available that he just wasn't seeing because he was focusing on the problem and not being open to solutions. Mm-hmm. And so through help there, he was able to, to uh, put together some uh, resources. And so I helped him just make some contacts and uh, working through that. Then we got an overview. Remember the, the second letter of hope? Oh, an overview. Uh, what might be going on here? What are you learning? Uh, what do you feel like you should learn? And uh, if all this would be a seminar or a conference, what, what do you feel like would be the main theme here? And so we, he got a, a, a bigger perspective, a broader perspective of what was happening. And uh, then we got a plan, mm-hmm. <laughs> HOP, the P was for plan. So he did a business plan and a life plan, mm-hmm. and then just some expectancy that came out of that. And then within two weeks after that, uh, he had the money to open another restaurant, and he's in the process of doing that right now. And he, wow. he is an excited person, and, of course, I'm excited for him and excited with him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, we walk through this. And, I, and I'll tell you, that's why it's so important that we understand what hope really is. And I'm so excited that you started off and did a whole series, five episodes of hope, and you were able to break that down. And so now... You have shared testimony with us as to how we were able, you were able to take the very concept that you teach about hope and implement that. And in a matter of less than 30 days, this gentleman went from hopelessness to being hopeful by being able to help, ask for help, receive it, an overview, put a plan in place, and then create expectancy. And that's what you were able to impart within him 
And now we hear this testimony. So, and it's just that simple, you know, when you were telling yes. me about that testimony earlier, I just kept saying it's just that simple. So when people hear this, these steps about hope, you're thinking, oh, okay, I can do this in about a year or two. No, no. I mean, if you implement it, it's just that simple. So I really admonish all of you who are here on the podcast today and you have not had an opportunity to go back to that first series on hope, go back to that. You know, this testimony is just a sure uh, confirmation as to how hope really does change your life and can do it quickly. It's really based on your level of expectancy and your faith. So let's go back to that and share that with some of your friends. Go back to episode one, two, three, and four, series one, which is how you started off this this entire podcast to begin with. So guys, go back to that. Check it out uh, because sometimes we go through things and we feel like we're hopeless. And this may be your first opportunity to experience Coach Mel today. But we're telling you there is a whole series on (laughs) hope that you don't want to miss. Yes, and I I wanted to mention that because we may go from one series to another, but we're always practicing what all the other series have talked about. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and I want to talk just a little more about this, uh, the first letter there in hope, the the H for help. Mm is that not only did he need help, but one big step in him becoming uh, hopeful was to realize who he could help and who he wanted to help. Mm-hmm. So he got a focus for helping someone else and how that can happen. Wow. You know, that, that's something interesting because when you have your issues or whatever and you have that, you know, you've reached out for help. But when you start helping someone else, yes, your reason for help seems to be minute, and it just takes care of itself. Yes. You know. And, and that's, that's the part of, uh, of, of our being God's resource. Mm. That God, we talked about that. God's the source. We're just a resource. Mm-hmm. And so whenever, if we're just focused on ourselves, uh, we can't resource anything to someone else. Mm. But as, as we find others that we want to help and can help and that want to be helped, then God's source flows through us, and that's what causes us to be the resource for someone else. And in the process, of course, we're helped because God's power and God's energy uh, not only changes the one that it flows to, but it also changes the one it flows through. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, you just can't help it. Yes. You know, it's just amazing. And that it's, a, it's an amazing story and, and testimony. And it's good for people to hear that, those that follow your podcast and listening to this episode, and to realize that everything that you're teaching, not only do you teach it, but you live it and you implement it. Yes. And by you being a life coach yourself mm-hmm. and having a life coaching company, uh, these this is just the, your staple is what you go by. And so that's why I'm just so excited about, you know, being here with you every Wednesday, because not only do we um, partner together and and, and share this information, but it also helps me as well. So I love it. I I enjoyed (laughs) last week. Last week was a lot of fun. Yes, I've got some good feedback about last week. Really? Do tell. Well, uh, one one, uh, friend sent me a text and said, that uh, that he had uh, gone through the first psalm many times, mm-hmm. but he never had really dug into it. Mm. He never had really studied it uh, like that. And uh, he said it was just a, a wonderful experience. But yeah. the main thing is is that he used his father's Bible 
His dad, who's no longer living, but had left him his Bible. And that his dad had some of those things underlined and some things emphasized there that we were even talking about. about. (laughs) And so he was hearing things that I was saying through his dad's voice. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And it just really enriched his day and enriched his life. Mm. So. Yeah, that that was. Uh, it was pretty cool. Was, yes, it was and a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, it was. was good. And then to know it impacted uh, him as well. Yes, uh, that's the purpose for for what you do. What you do here with LifeWorks with Coach Mel is just to help people and to change lives. And you know, he already had all of that in his hands and didn't know it. That's exactly right. Awareness is so key. Yes, mm. and that's what coaching's all about, and that's what God's in the business of doing. Is yeah is raising our awareness. And, and uh, so today we're going to talk about, uh, again, ways to get a good grasp on Scripture because we're talking about life works better with Scripture. Right. And uh, because the, the Scriptures reveal God's plan mm-hmm. to us, reveal God's heart, uh, Scriptures reveal our problem, reveals God's plan, mm-hmm. reveals the solution. Mm-hmm. And so as we get a good grasp on that, then we're able to have a good foundation for life. And we've talked about uh, just reading the Word, you know, through different translations. And the difference between a translation and a paraphrase uh, and, uh, and how it, it helps to read in, uh, in different uh, translations or different paraphrases. And then also on studied, as we just kind of did a, a study of the first psalm there. And so today we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, I think one or two other aspects of this, and it's uh, memorize and meditate. So oh, if yeah. we'll just think about your, your fingers, five fingers, mm-hmm. and you're getting a grasp on the Bible as a book, mm-hmm. you actually need all five fingers to get a good grasp on it. Mm-hmm. So just consider like the little finger being reading, and then study the ring finger, then the middle finger we're going to talk about today is memorizing because it's like the anchor uh, part of the Scripture. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the index finger being meditation, and then of course that uh, opposable thumb there, mm-hmm. uh, which really is what puts the the grasp on the word of God, and that's to apply it. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, memorizing. It's gonna and be good. It's gonna be good, <laughs> you know, because last week we talked about taking scripture and just breaking it all the way down and mm-hmm. using our concordance and our Vines Dictionary and all these great things that understanding meaning uh, with the scripture. So now what we learned, I guess it was Psalms 1 and 1 um, yes. last week. Yep. So now we're going to work on memorizations and meditation. Yes. So that that's going to be great because you, you should be able to, if you ever reach a challenge or you just need a word, we should be able to reach down into our hearts where this word has been We've been able to meditate on it, memorize it, so we can go back down in that Rolodex and pull it out yes. if we need to. So yes, you know, I'm looking forward to this. Jesus told his disciples uh, that he said, e- even when you get uh, before magistrates or you're taken to court, don't give no thought of what you're going to say, but the Holy Spirit will remind you of what I've told you. So we need to remember that if we're going to be reminded of something, that means I first had to be minded. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I first had to mind it yes, that's and right. put it in my mind mm-hmm. in order for Holy Spirit to be able to remind mm-hmm. me about what I should do in a situation. I like that. And so that, that's the importance of, of memorization. And I, I want to talk just, a, uh, just a, a concept here about revelation. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a statement here, then we'll talk about it a little bit and then show how memorization applies to that. So um, how do we take 
printed words on a page. And how does that then become truth to us? How does that shine light in our path? Uh, we call that revelation or a revealing mm-hmm. so that uh, the, the real situa- reality is revealed to us. The, the true problem is revealed. The solution is revealed. So we're talking about revelation, a revealing of something, which is what light does. So if we think about this, that the truths that we have in Scripture were first revealed to the writers of Scripture, and then those uh, were expressed through human thoughts and words that were committed to writing. Okay, so the, uh, the revelation of truth first came to the heart of the people who wrote the Scripture, mm-hmm. that they had a revelation, divine revelation, we call it. Mm-hmm. And then it went through their mind, and it became words as they either spoke it or wrote it. Right now, <laughs> this is the simplicity of this just really uh, got my attention again as I was meditating just on the aspect of revelation and how God got his revelation to us through his word. But now, uh, the process that uh, is reversed for us to get revelation out of the truth of God's word. Okay, so we have a reverse process. The process is God gave the truth to the heart of the person that he was uh, revealing truth to. Then it went to his mind, and it was then put into words spoken or words written. So then we take those written words, and they go to our mind, and then to our heart, an obedient heart, and then they become revelation to us. So that process is just reversed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. You know, while you were talking... I was looking up uh, the word memorize, mm-hmm. right? And it's exactly what you just said based on definition according to Webster. Okay. So Webster, number one, you said about getting it into your heart. So it says it's learning by heart. I yes. used to say learn by hard. No, it's <laughs> learning by heart. Yes. And so also, it, and that means to, um, also the second one is commit to memory. So we're committing to getting it into our mind. You just broke that whole thing down and not knowing that I was pulling that definition <laughs> for memorize, which is what we're focusing yes, on today. Yes. So I find that to be interesting. And also the word learn by heart, meaning that we have to have it in here first. That, that's the Webster's Dictionary Yes. Um, definition of what you're talking about. So it's funny because you're, you're saying something and I was just going to my phone and I said, let me just work, look up the word memorize. <laughs> and, and you just laid out exactly what I just wrote down. Well, well, all right then. It's almost like it was planned, but not by us. Exactly. That that's why it works here. Yes. Life works. With life, Coach works Mel. life works with Coach Mel. Yes. Uh, if if I have the right producer, it always works better. Well, thank you. I'll pay you later. Well, what's your cash out? <laughs> all right. So so today we're going to talk about that memorizing. What does it mean to memorize? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we if we uh, if we just look at Scripture mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. as uh, as, as, as food. It's spiritual food. The scripture even talks about itself as, as being uh, like words that we can eat. The prophet Jeremiah said, your words were found and I ate them and they were just a joy mm. of my life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and just reading something is just kind of like grazing or snacking, you know, we're just, we're just reading. We're not, we're not like necessarily that. hungry for any one particular thing, mm-hmm. but uh, we're just, we're just eating. I like that. And grazing. When you think about <laughs> 
cows grazing. They just casually graze, yes. you know, not in a real hurry. Yeah. It's a consistent flow of grazing, just kind of grazing and enjoying. I like that. Yes, and so that's kind of like reading of Scripture, yeah. you know, where I'm just kind of grazing through the mm-hmm. Word of God. Mm-hmm. And then uh, to study it, like we did uh, last week, is where we're going we're gonna to focus on one, one food. We're going to focus on one part. Right. Uh, so, so we're going to prepare a specific meal. Now, this specific meal can be a topic, so, so there's topical study, mm-hmm. like we can study life, we can study light, we can study man, we can study God, we can study uh, sin, we can study heaven. I mean, all those wisdom, all those topics, that's a topical study. Right. So we can do that for, to prepare a food specific, specifically like that, or we can, we can study a particular portion of Scripture like we did last week with the first psalm. Right? So that's not necessarily a topic, but that is a portion of Scripture. Right. All right? Uh, now, to memorize this is to break it down even more. So here in this, this eating uh, uh, model here, uh, to memorize something, we're breaking it down into bite-sized portions that lets us chew on it. Mm. Right? And now, digestion starts in the mouth. That's right. It doesn't start in the stomach. Mm-hmm. It starts in the mouth where the food is... Uh, it's uh, uh, we we get it chewed up. It's ground up. Mm-hmm. It it start it begins to be mixed with saliva. Mm-hmm. So digestion starts right there, uh, and we can't uh, we can't eat uh, an entire steak in one bite, mm-hmm. right? So it has to be broken up. Right. So and and you can't memorize the whole Bible. You can't memorize a whole book. You can't memorize an entire chapter just by looking at that chapter. No, you have to focus on each word, <laughs> right? Word by word. Mm-hmm. So it's broken down like that. And, and just think about the, uh, what we're wanting to do is get this word in our heart. Mm-hmm. It's in our mind when we read it and study it. But to get it in our heart, I like to think about it like this. The, the, uh, the avenue between the mind and the heart is like a capillary. The capillary is very small, very narrow. So it has to be just small bite-sized pieces to get into our heart. Mm, you know, <laughs> I like that. And I'm going to tell you why. I kind of grew up in an era where, you know, oh, yeah, I sit down. I was in the Word for three hours, and I read three books. Okay, well, that's great, but did you memorize it? I mean, did, you, did any of it stick? You know, and so it's not really about how many chapters you can read or even how many scriptures you can read. Mm-hmm. But what will you do with that one scripture that, like you said, Break it down, break that whole chapter down by scriptures, maybe one scripture a day. You know, whatever your mind can process and hold. So I like that, and I like the fact of how you shared that because it releases a lot of people who kind of go through the formality of thinking that if they read four and five chapters a day, they're just, you know, Einstein. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's, it, I guess it's heroic to say, but if you're not getting anything about that out of what you're reading, it it's a kind of a mute point, in my opinion. So I like the way you release us from that burden of trying to read all of these scriptures and all of these chapters in one setting and just take one scripture. Yes. And what, you know, one scripture compared to five chapters that you read and got nothing out of it, but one scripture, you were able to get everything out of it. Yes. You know, I think you've released a lot of us from that burden of trying to read massive amounts of chapters and not getting anything out of it. Yes, and it's uh, and again, it's like uh, I love this uh, the food 
mm. uh, model, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Scripture introduces. T- speaks of itself that we grow, yeah. and it's, it would go from from uh, from milk to meat, you know, to stronger food, and uh, and different foods. And so this this memorization uh, is like whenever we're chewing it, bite size at a time. And if we're just reading all the time and just grazing, and never chewing it up. It's like putting some great food in your mouth, and now this this is not necessarily a, a, a pretty thought, but it's like putting it in your mouth and then just spitting it out. Mm, yeah. uh, you you get the right. taste, you get the aroma. Man, this is great. This is wonderful food. I mm-hmm. love it. And you can put a lot of food in your mouth and spit it out, and you can just do that all day long, right. and you'll shrivel up. Yeah, no nourishment. But you because don't get full. You, it's, it defeats the purpose. No yes. nutrition. Because you didn't memorize. Yeah. You didn't break that down. It didn't right. get down to the heart of where the energy was needed. Mm-hmm. So you can't get the scripture and the revelation from your mind to your heart in big chunks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just goes in, in, in small, uh, small amounts. And so we memorize because of that. Now, uh, I have a personal testimony about that. When I was in high school, I... I, uh, I realized that, that uh, my tactic of earlier grades weren't going to cut it in high school because uh, all of a sudden it was like, uh, you know, it, it's a graded system, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I was really going to have to learn something if I was, was going to make it in high school mm-hmm. and, and learn study habits. Right, right. All right, and, and, and memorizing is a big part of a study habit, mm-hmm. to memorize things. Right. And so I went through two years of high school, and I wasn't doing very well. I had a C average, and whereas I had had a much better average than that in years before. And so something happened. I started memorizing Scripture through a, uh, a prescribed program that we did at our church. And I memorized Scripture probably about 100 verses a year, so like two verses a week. Mm-hmm. But I memorized Scripture, and by the time I finished high school, I was an A student again. Wow. And... It's just something about what happens to the mind when you memorize anything, but especially when you're memorizing Scripture, because it, it not only affects the mind, but the Scriptures also affect the heart. Because mm-hmm. remember that, that reverse uh, flow of revelation there? That revelation started in the, in the mind of God, then came to the heart of people, then to their mind, then through their mouth or their hand for words. So we take those words and just reverse that process. Mm-hmm. We take the words and put them in our mind and then get them down to our heart, and then it becomes revelation again. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you, you know, Coach Mel, just to listen how you break that down, it's so simplistic. And so, you know, I'll tell you, you know, it used to be this big thing. You know, you get this re- big book, and people were writing huge books and thousands of pages and things. And we're just not in that uh, era anymore. We're into simplicity. Uh, people's attention spans are so short these days. Yes. And so the way you broke that down is just very, very simplistic and very doable. Yes. And so uh, I, I, want to, I want to take just for an example here today about memorizing, something that, uh, that many believers have already memorized. And if you've never memorized any scripture, you can memorize this one. Mm-hmm. It's the first verse of Psalm 23. And it simply says this in the King James Version. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, the way you memorize things is, of course, by repetition. Mm -hmm. 
So we just say that over and over, and I'm not going to do it here on the podcast here, but mm-hmm. but if, if, if you just get that going in your in your mind, it's it's what uh, with some forms of meditation is called a a, a mantra. Right, I, right. That's just something, some short version of something right. that is uh, just continually repeated. Mm. And as we repeat things, just like practicing a musical instrument, a piano, guitar, or whatever, you have to repeat the same thing over and over until it goes from your mind, which is your conscious, into mm-hmm. your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And I can promise you that a concert pianist that sits down and, and plays uh, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, uh, he's not thinking about those notes he's hitting. Because he has practiced that, and he's gone over each part of that so much that it's gone into his subconscious. And that's what happens with Scripture. As we repeat that, it goes into our subconscious, which is the, the realm of our soul or our heart. So, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And uh, j- just to say that, and then just to emphasize each word, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, and then the Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. Each one of those words has significance. It does. And as we focus on that, and as we get that in bite-sized portions, so that even when we're driving down the road or when we're doing things, uh, working with our hands or whatever in some mundane thing, uh, that we can, or when we're taking a walk, working out, whatever, uh, just put that scripture in our mind, and then by repetition and memory, mm-hmm. then get it into our heart. You know, I would really, uh, I'd like to go and just task everyone that's listening to this podcast today. Um, let that be your mantra for the next week. Yeah. See what happens in your life, personally. Yes. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Which means if he is my shepherd, I don't want for anything. Yes. Everything that I need, want, and desire is already provided. So if I put that, I'm going to do that. Coach Miller, I'm going to commit to doing that for this next week. And that is going to be my go-to mantra for this week. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yes. Period. <laughs> Period. One, one time in meditation mm. on that verse. Uh, and, and by the way, once you memorize something and you say it, then whatever thoughts come to your mind, uh, you know, you, you, may, you may start hearing it a little differently in your heart. Right. And so one time as I was repeating that and just uh, after memorizing it, uh, and we're going to get into meditation then on the next podcast, mm-hmm. but you have to memorize before you can meditate, just like you have to chew it and swallow it before you can digest it. That's right. Right. So we're, gonna, we're memorizing here. We're chewing this up, getting ready to swallow it. But it was, uh, okay, the Lord is my shepherd and if I don't have it, I don't need it mm. because a want is a need. Mm. <laughs> so since the Lord, Jehovah, is my shepherd, that's one of his Old Testament names, Jehovah-Rohi in Hebrew, mm-hmm. the Jehovah, my shepherd, uh, I shall not want. I'll have no wants or no needs. He's going to provide for me those things that I need. So since he is my shepherd, uh, if I don't have it, I don't need it right now. So I, I look and see what uh, he has provided for me right now to take advantage of that. That's the importance of of memorizing and then taking it bite-sized, word for word. Oh, I love it. I love it because it's so important about memorization. But some people don't know how to do it. There again, very, very simple. Okay, we're going to take a couple of minutes here now, the last uh, last little bit here, 
and talk about that. Uh, there are a lot of different ways you can memorize. Now, I, I have promoted a, a Bible memory app uh, that uh, we've talked about a little bit. It's, uh, let's see, I'm going to pull up my phone right now. And uh, the Bible memory app is uh, it's just a, a white square that has like an open red Bible in it with a white cross. So you can just look that up, a Bible memory app. It was, uh, it was, this app was created by a friend of mine. Uh, it, is, it is the most popular scripture memory app. Oh, I have it. I downloaded it yes. that last time. Okay. Yes. And uh, so that's a, uh, he has it set up sort of like a game. So you can go through there and leave out certain words so that you have to put them in. Then you leave out other words. <laughs> uh, and so that is an excellent way to do it. And uh, one of the reasons I like the, uh, the digital format of Scripture Memory is that it allows me to, uh, as I said before, it allows me to bookend my day mm-hmm. so that the very first app I, lo- I open in the morning is the Scripture Memory app. Oh, wow. And then the last app I look at before I go to bed at night is this Scripture Memory app. Okay, so now, Coach Mel. Yes. Now, tell us how to do that, just real quickly. It's a little technical portion of the podcast. <laughs> but how do we book in that on our computer, on our uh, okay. phones? Now, I have an iPhone. You have an iPhone, yeah. right? Okay, what so I what this I is mean, for iPhone users. Okay, uh, and by the way, there, there is an Android uh, app, okay. a version that's, that's good for this. Mm. What I mean by bookend is that uh, if, if you just think about your day being uh, different books on a shelf, mm-hmm. right? So uh, the, the bookends are what hold the books together on the shelf. All right, so if my day, if I'm going to hold things together today <laughs> with all these different things that are on my plate or on my shelf today, then I want to bookend it. I want to have a good bookend anchor on each end of, of, of the day, the beginning and the end. And so when I say bookend it, I mean I'm going to begin my day. The very first app I look at in the morning is this Scripture Memory app. And then at night before I go to sleep, the last thing I look at before I go to sleep is this Scripture Memory app. And I work on memorizing Scripture first thing in the morning when our mind is the freshest and the sharpest. And then I'm going to look at it the last thing at night because what I have in my mind when I go to sleep is what is going to direct my thoughts and my dreams even during the night. And then the next morning I'm ready to wake up and to begin again with the Scripture memory. So uh, I, I challenge you to do that. Uh, it's a practical way. And for those say, well, I don't have time to memorize. Well, you do. If you have a beginning of your day and you have an end, you have time to memorize with this way. I love it. Coach Mel, another great episode. I'm telling you, it's so important to make sure that we can memorize scripture and implement that. And this was just a great podcast. You not only shared it, but you also taught us how to do it. And then you wrap this thing up with our own very, our very own app. So this can help us as well. So I am in the process now of syncing this up and getting it all set up because it does have a free version on there uh, for the King James. And I am going to start implementing this and bookending my day. And and you you can also choose other translations there. There are some others that are free. I saw that. Yeah. A message, a couple other things. So go out there and download that or upload it or put it on your phones. Uh, They have Android as well as Apple. So get out there and get involved, guys. Memorize the scripture because life works better with scripture. All right, guys. We'll be right back next week with Coach Mel.